Welcome to the Ocean Tribe Hangout, where we chat with water humans from across the world. We focus on passion, representation, and most importantly, inspiring the world to venture into the most beautiful place, the ocean. Let's tuck in. Today's guest is Danielle Bashur. Danielle is a Trinidad-based spearfisherwoman who's fondly called Shark Bite amongst her peers. She's also called Dance of All Trades, if you look for her on Instagram. I think it's because she also sings. She's had some very impressive fish catches at sea. So today she joins the Black Mermaid to share about spearfishing, getting more women into the sport, conservation, and some tips and tricks for beginners. Do enjoy. A small reminder that our podcasts are audios that are extracted from my Instagram live interviews. So I do hope that you'd give us a little bit of grace because the stoke is real. Um, so be a bit patient with us as we find our way. But thank you for being here. Cheers. Dan, tell us, tell us what you think. So that's, I love that question. What's your purpose? What's your love? What's your right. thing? And I think this happened at the right time because I strayed a bit from my purpose originally after trying to get into the work world. I was, oh, I was diving. I was in a fisheries job. I was doing exactly what I wanted to do um, because I did, my background is in environmental, um, specialized in coastal and marine resource management. So that was the plan always. But in Trinidad, oil and gas is really what people, uh, that's, that's what fuels our nation. So tourism and the environment is not exactly top priority. So I wanted to do that. I have the passion and then I, I have the academics to push forward. But, you know, when you go into a work life, you're adulting. And then I strayed for a bit. And then I started the Starter Charter, which is a spare fishing, free diving, beginner class. But I really started it for females. So okay. track back. My purpose was really community outreach i really want to kind of I, I want people to understand what what sustainable fisheries should look like and what we can do as normal people for the environment they're they're the little waves that come don't use straws let's buy styrofoam but they're things that you can do on a daily basis especially trinidadians because we're not we're not fueled by tourism we tend not to care about the environment as much as we should we like to enjoy it and when we leave that enjoyment, the, the footprint that's left behind is not great. It's not great. That's I don't want to back up that too much, but we, we, need, we need to buck up. We need to buck up. Wow. Okay, so then I have to ask you the question. In Trinidad, right. are there a lot of spearfishing women? Or are you like, is it not normal for a woman to be a spearfisher woman? Or a spearfisher woman? Or is it just so, like everybody does it? No. So the community is quite small. Um, there are 1.3 million people. That's our population for Trinidad and Tobago. I think it might be a little bit, but 1.3 million. Um, I actually did my thesis on defining the spare fishery of Trinidad and Tobago, and I scraped to try and find women. And it's also why I started the class, because I wanted more women to be a part of it. And I wanted them to see that if I can do it, you can do it. I want them to understand the struggles and know that I have been through so much in the sea. But people, when, once they see a diver, they, they assume it's a male. And if they see me in a suit, they will still ask, like, darling, it is dive. 
you know, I'd come off of the boat, fully suited up with the gun, with the fish, with everything, tired. And there'd be a man in a short pants and they'd be like, oh, he catch that? And I would be like, oh, oh. That's the end of all of my stories with the biggest fish, that, that's how it ends. Darling, you catch that? You didn't catch that. But yeah, so I'm the only active uh, female spearfisher in Trinidad that I know. Um, there are a couple others that have gotten into it and they're up and down, up and down. But in terms of uh, just being active, being out there, as far as I know, I'm the only one. And I am looking. I'm looking for a partner. If anybody's on the live, please join me. Um, and I know that there are a couple in Tobago, but again, they're not as 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 active. They're not as regular then. Yeah. So I really did look. So if there's anybody out there, let me know. Because sometimes when I make this statement, people are like, yeah, I know them. And then I ask for the link. And, and then I don't get a link. So, but yeah. That is so incredible. And that for me, like, I celebrate that. And I celebrate you. So you know that Thank I follow you. you. And I'm always like in the seat. Yes. All of your posts. So I'm so inspired. And I mean, I'm going to say it straight up. You know, it's not often that you see black and brown girls in the water spear fishing. And when you yes. say you are one trying to yes. get more women into the space and two, you know, you are the everyday contradiction of what people know. So you're coming yeah. off this boat with this massive fish and <laughs> you're a you're a boss at what you do. But what Thank I also you. love what I also love is um like it's a random like move over you also sing so yes, on your profile, yes. in between you sing and then in between you've got this massive fish and in between you're yeah. chopping this fish and i'm just like i love <laughs> the way that you can be full right you are not only a spiritual woman you. you're also a singer and a woman and just just winning i love it <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. That was a real ego boost there. My mommy is not going to be happy about this. She's not going to be able to like bring down my head after this. But um, yeah, there's there's the I as you said it just now. I'm one woman. I don't know if you know the movie One Fish. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm one woman, and I'm I'm trying to get 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 people to understand. And but what I wanted to push is that I think I was just extremely lucky. There were a lot of challenges, there were obstacles. Yes, you know, I overcame these things, but I have to I have to put a little contribution to I think share dumb luck that when I when I was introduced to the sport, the people that I was introduced to the sport by and the team that I started spearfishing with, I was very lucky to start with people who know what they're doing, they have the experience. And they were they were actually trying to be sustainable. So they would look at the species that they catch. They would look at the sizes. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. And especially from an, an environmentalist perception it, or perspective, it's it's not perfect. We have a long way to go. But the fact that spearfishers care, and I think one thing that was mentioned to me once, um, well, I read it in an article. Uh, it says that spearfishers, it came up with the lionfish, with um, with the when people are now finding out about lionfish and spearfishing is the only way to get lionfish as an invasive species it was a very big thing across the caribbean and to me everybody knew about it honestly it i was so bombarded with it that i assumed everybody knew about it but i i was still blindsided and shocked by some 
regular people they're eating fish and they still see it now after all the craze all the posters all the videos all the radio ads they're still confused when they see it and one of the things that i read was that spare fishers and divers are the only parts of the fishing community that actually sees firsthand what the damage the damage has been done to the environment so if we could get more people out there and if people could kind of change their perception of spare fishing then we could we could move forward we can move forward i can't tell if you're stuck or not Okay, so I'm just gonna add her back in. I'm not seeing the comments, guys. Okay, yes, she's frozen. I'm not sure how to add her back in. I think she has to, I'm not sure. I really don't know. Okay. Just the request. Okay, yes. Yes. Request. Sorry about this, guys. Okay, so I'm seeing some requests to come into the live, guys. Um Turn away from the sunlight in the background. Okay, y'all just want to see my house. Okay, so she requested again. Let's see if this works. There we go, add. Oh God. Hi, yes, okay. Sorry, I fell out of there. I don't even know That's what no the problem. Going on today. Oh, for those of you guys that don't know, um, this is a South Africa Trinidad mixed day. So that's probably the reason for the lag. Okay, so you were, I don't know if I missed the rest of the story. How did you get into spearfishing? So you, I, I just got you saying you came across the right group who were doing it. Yeah, right, okay. And they I, were I, I my head. Right Sorry about that. Right. So just before I answer that, I'm seeing Superdoms is saying that if only he had a zoo his zookeeper to catch more lionfish. Just to give you a little tip, I learned this in school actually. If you have um a Clorox bottle or bleach or um the gallon bottle of water, you could cut the bottom of it, just cut an X in the bottom of it. If you have the post there, it goes in 
and when you pull it out, the fish will stay. That way you, you wouldn't get stuck from a line fish. It's a really cheap alternative to a zookeeper. Um, but if you're trying to get zookeepers, for those of you guys in Trinidad, Rob in Trinidad can bring them down. You can check them down. You can check them out on Facebook. Correct. So very quick, because I know time is running out and we're lagging. Uh, yeah. So I've always been a water baby. My mom introduced me to the ocean and she always had a very keen love and respect for the environment and the ocean. Wow. That stuck with my six cousins and I. And so we used to go to the beach. Uh, my sister and I always used to play free diving games without knowing that it was free diving games. Who could dive down deeper? Who could pick up sand and come up? Who could hold their breath? So skip ahead. I did um, party scuba diving. It was great. But it's, it never really stuck with me. And I went on a hike probably five years ago, and I met somebody. Well, I was running around and jumping and doing all kinds of things. And the hike guide was like, you know, be careful. He was worried. And I was like, no, it's fine. I'm a diver. And so he started telling me about spearfishing. So I was like, I didn't, I didn't know anything about it. I was, I thought it was a spear, and I, I had no clue what it was. So he started to tell me all these stories, and I honestly didn't believe them. I was like, this does not sound like a real thing, etc. It's actually size of the fish, whatever. So eventually he showed me pictures, and I was blown away. So wow. a week later, we spare fish together, and I, I just fell in love. I fell in love with the, the new side of Trinidad. I fell in love with the underwater ocean that I had never seen before because the tourism side versus the fishing side is very different. I just I fell in love with all of it. The, the guy, everything. So he, I kept spearfishing with him. And his team is the team I was telling you about that was very experienced. Um, they were very like environmentally aware. So, and they would try to spread that. So I learned to dive with them, and six months later, I went to Barbados to continue my studies. I did a master's in um, natural and environmental resource management, specializing in coastal and marine management. And over there, spearfishing was seen as, as, as there was a negative connotation attached, which is the same thing over here by some environmentalists and divers, scuba divers. So I decided I'm going to do my, my, my thesis on the finally spare fishery in Trinidad, and I got in touch with Rob Allen in Trinidad. I'm seeing that some people are asking if there's one in Trinidad. Yes, it's in Samoa. Mustak Mohammed, you can check them out on Facebook. I worked there for a year and a half. I welcomed like family, and I started diving with them. Um, the team that I originally started with, uh, the guy had actually gone away, so it was almost like bad mind, which is just trying to do it to prove I could do it. I started, and there were tears, there was blood, there was stress that uh, the I would say the sea gives and the sea takes. And I just I don't know. I fell in love with it so much that I continued. And that's mainly what happened. People they were confused. Some people were like, girls don't dive. Da, da, da. It's a very uncomfortable sport. And I think that's why there are many girls involved. It's uncomfortable. That that's the most I could say. Everything about it is uncomfortable. You have to mentally challenge yourself to overcome that discomfort and realize that right past that discomfort is peace. It's this weightless, free, amazing feeling. And then you could go with food. So that's what happened. Are you stuck again?
Okay, I'm seeing some questions from you guys, so I'll answer them while... Are you there? Are you stuck? Okay, I'm gonna... Okay, she froze again. Oh, there you are, okay. Nope. Okay, so I'm gonna answer the questions. I'm seeing somebody asking about the coral reefs in Trinidad. We, we, we have some reef, but it's not what you might be accustomed to seeing. It's a bit more just dead coral. Uh, there are areas that have healthy, thriving coral reefs, but again, like what you would see in Trinidad. Okay, so she left. Let me just add her back. Could I recommend a local scuba shop? Okay, so there are a couple, um, but the I know the Dive Tribe from Solomon Bash. You can check them out on Facebook. There's also the Dive Stop in Glencoe. I can't remember the guy's name, um, but you can check them out. And then you could always just do a quick Facebook search. Um, we don't really have much websites here. It's a lot of Facebook interaction. Right, so the healthy reefs on the east side of Trinidad. Thank you, Kevin S. Chan, whoever you are. Um, let me just wait for it to come back in. So do you guys have any questions? Yes, guys, the east coast of Trinidad, the reefs are beautiful. Yes. <laughs> All right, Mermaid Katie's, you visited and you didn't find a shop? That's heartbreaking. I've I've, okay, well, guys, you can always message me on, on Instagram to find out these things. And Tobago, yes, Superdoms. I mentioned Tobago. All right, just waiting for it to come back in. Ah, it's asking me if I want to end it. Right, Paul Ward, thank you, God. Thank you. And guys, you could let them, anybody could message and, and give more options for dive shops. Um, free diving. I'm just waiting for it to come back because I don't want to end this chat. Okay, any advice for when I started with loading? Okay, uh, Okay, so you're female, so this is perfect. So chest area, it was very difficult when I started. That is some of the times when I got, um, I started to cry in the water because I, re I didn't like that I had to ask somebody to load the gun and then swim back to them. So basically, I took the pain for a while. I tried doubling up on my chest pad and then spare like a girl that's another um free dive spare fishing female run page that you can follow on instagram they were speaking to somebody and they actually recommended using an old slipper so 
sometimes I used to use uh like when I when it was really bad, I took off my I would take off my fin in the water and put the 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 uh the foot pocket on my chest and load the gun using this as as support. Um but what happened after okay she requested. Uh da 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 Right, what happened after is that I was recommended by Spare Like a Girl to use an old slipper. So I cut the slipper and put it on my chest as a loading pad. Right, so I was just um telling them about how I started loading as well after crying for a long time and struggling with asking people. I used a slipper as a check pad and that helped a lot. Um, sometimes I load it on my stomach and then bring it up to my chest. The bruises and stuff. So you, this is the discomfort that I'm talking about. You just have to push back to the discomfort because now I can load the gun. If I get a little bruise or anything, I don't feel it that much. Right. So yes, next question. Oh my word! I don't even know how much I've like missed. We have to do another live video yes. when when I've sorted out all of my connection issues. But yes, me too. I, I, I love the, the idea that you're giving to use the fin to load the gun because when oh, I try to that. load okay. the gun, yeah. when I try to that, load the gun, that was last resort. resort. That's last resort. Um, that I also have a load assist. I use a load assist. It's usually used for a roller gun, which is a, gun, a conventional band gun, except it has a roller head. So you only have to load it technically once instead of loading two bands. Um, but the load assist is a little piece of rubber with a hook. So it hooks on to where you would usually pull. You load that part at like, I would say about 30% tension. And then you grab that tension. And because you have the space, put it on your chest now. Because my, my arms are short. I'm short. Um, then you have more space to pull it back. And so instead of using from the top all here, you're just using your, your, your tricep. Your tricep yes. pull it right back. So I got that information. I was telling them, Spare Like a Girl is a very good page that you all could follow. Um, most page, okay, here we go. I just saw a couple questions. I think the next live we do should just be to ask questions. Um, yeah. Some of you asked how long I've been free diving and spare fishing. Um, I started five years ago, but I would say three years, if I had to really quantify it, I would say three years taking it seriously. Okay. And um, did, did, do you make tacos with lionfish? Because I saw Mermaid Katie was saying that lionfish is fantastic for tacos. It's, it's fantastic. Okay, well, lionfish is actually one of my favorite fish, lionfish and barracuda, because the meat is so white and flaky. So I actually just do the filet, and I always do it fresh. If wow. I shoot lionfish, we don't, I wouldn't get much because it's a bit hard to, to take care of if I have it on me. So it's really shoot, call the boat, give it to them. They chop off the spines. I come home, scrape, fillet, a little salt, a little black pepper, butter. It's my secret ingredient. I'm telling the whole world now. Or oh, 26 <laughs> Um, and, and I just pan sear it. And it is beautiful. It looks good. It tastes amazing. There's no, um, it's a nice meaty fish. But that fillet, that fillet, wow. Yeah. I haven't done tacos yet, but I, I guess that could be my next venture. I did lionfish bones already. Be because, lionfish. because in South Africa, I don't know many uh, people who shoot lionfish because we don't have them as an invasive species. But I know when I speak to some of the guys in Bermuda and in Bahamas talking to Mermaid Katie, it's become mm -hmm. an invasive species. So they need to like shoot all the lionfish that you can see, yes. which is so crazy. We um the Caribbean it got the Caribbean got hit hard 
and the lionfish, yes, they're an invasive species and they have no natural predator. So some people say grouper eat them, and I know that in some areas they did studies on feeding the fish lionfish so that they would get a taste for it to try and condition them to start eating it. But so far, all I've heard is that grouper may or may not eat them. Um, but yeah, we, we had lionfish derbies. That's something I was bombarded with it. So I thought that the entire Caribbean was, was aware. But it seems that I'm just surrounded by environmental people and people that fish. So it's something that, that's why I try to put videos up and people ask questions. I like to, I like to get them involved because we have, oh, I should shout out. Um, I think it's the sea lions then. It's uh, another female scuba diver. She uses a pool where she catches the lionfish in Tobago and sells it either wholesale or retail. You all can check her out too as the sea lions then. Um, oh, yes, yeah, Mermaid Katie is saying that they, they condition the sharks and the grouper to eat them, which is great. That's excellent. Um, I saw another. What, hmm? what's, the, what's the biggest fish that you've ever shot? Right. Um, so, the biggest fish I've ever shot was the a 62 pound Atlantic codfish, which was a doozy. And it did, uh, it's a, well, it counts to me as a world record. But unfortunately, I dropped my knife when I shot it. And again, there was a whole story where the boat, the boatman that was with us, he just went to pick up some people. And I shot the fish. And I was fighting him for about half an hour by myself. And I was calling out to some guys. And um, I dropped my knife on a carrot of all fish, which is a Spanish mackerel. So I, I was killing the carrot. And then I was trying to load back my gun. I dropped the knife, shot the fish, had it perfectly, fighting him for half an hour, calling to the guy. I need a knife. The first guy comes, he goes, oh, he has no knife. No. So, <laughs> he had no knife to kill it. And this fish was massive and strong, powerful. I had a good, good shot on him. I had him under a reef and I just had him right there, about 30 feet down. Uh, and then, so the guy said he's going to give it a backup shot. And I was like, no, I don't need a backup shot. He said, no, it's okay. I'm going to give it a backup shot. He swims down. Fail, fail backup shot. He shoots it. The, the fish just get more wild. He missed it completely. It was a mess. Um, so we ended up drifting all the way to shore. And then I had the fish with me. I had no clue how big it was. Uh, and then the boatman came like an hour later. Uh, so we were just there. And only when I logged in, the other people on the boat were like, oh my God, this fish is big. This fish is big. This is going to be a thing. Um, so I contacted the uh, the world record there's a specific one for free dive spare fishing a world yeah. record association and they, they they were like oh it's a great fish but i'm so sorry once we got help in any way it can't count so i was like yeah oh. yeah yeah and that I happened so, a pound that i shot it's also on my page uh i was swimming up with it and i thought that it was pulling down but what happened is i didn't realize how big it was and it just started to sink it just was dead weight I had six moonshine on me, on my on my person, my weights, and this forty pound fish, and I was like, coming up. And safety first. I dropped the gun. I just watched it sink. So I knew that it was there. So I came back up, and there was a guy on board with a tank, and um, the same guy. And he he actually went down and got it. He pulled it up. He didn't even eat this party fish or anything. He pulled up the gun. We still got to pull it up. When we pull it up, we're like, whoa, amazing. And um, again, I tried to qualify it, but 
um, once you get help, that's it. So now I know how to go about yeah. my finish, making sure nobody else gets involved and that kind of thing. I believe that's the same this side as well, though, that the minute you get help, you can't get that's the record. That's it, yeah. If someone loads your gun for you, you can't yes. change the record. If you, yeah. So what I think we must do is, um, one, we have, to, we have to do this live again because you need to go back to work, but also we need to be able to save this IGTV so that people yes. can go back and watch it as many times as they can. So guys, mm. we're going to have to reschedule this um and i mean look at all of these so maybe if you can just save this igtv on your profile and then right. we'll save it over to the other side and then we can just redo it again um mm -hmm. maybe as we close you can answer two questions sure. what are the best um wetsuits for female spear fishers so where can we find the nicest suits that fit so nice because I've seen that your suits fit very nicely. And <laughs> tell us about your fins. Where did you get them and where can right. you go? I brought them. So I love my naked ladies. Oh, they're beautiful. I know, yeah. And um, so my I have a nickname, Sharkbite, which is okay, well, it's it's flipped around. But um I got them from uh Divar, Divar USA, and Divar Australia. So the pink naked ladies were actually discontinued and I had a good story and I asked and Rob Allen Trinidad actually sourced them for me and he asked me if I wanted to put my nickname on it. I said, okay, great. And that was it. They cost the same as a regular pair of things. I just got it customized. Um, with the suit, um, I think you should ask me another question. I'm still working on things with suits. I usually wear male cut suits and I recently got the first female cut suit ever but it's um it was female cut for european figure yes. and i do not have a european figure even the masks sometimes we only bring down certain masks in trinidad because it's cut for european face they're very small poses and you know so that so you could ask me another question i'll do these suits another day no i'm absolutely with you there i have to mm -hmm. like jump on when I first started freediving, most of my masks, I battled to come in to equalize because how the nose was positioned. Yes. And everyone used to say, but that doesn't make sense. Part one. Part two, even with my suit now, my weight belt, because I'm a curvy girl, when you just come off the water down, the weight belt comes and yeah. hits you on your It nose. hits, yeah, every time, every time. It's the worst thing, but I if I managed to get a solution to it, one of the guys made me a crotch strap, so I wear. A crotch I saw strap so that it stays at the bottom. Yeah, Rob Allen also has a, a crotch strap. Um, I don't think any males would even need it, but um, no. yeah, I really, really struggled with that for a long time. Especially, I'm sure you have a scuba diving weight belt, which is the nylon, it's the yeah. the fat material. Yeah. That one doesn't grip. It doesn't grip no. very well. So you need to no. get you need to get a, a rubberized one. Stays on you. It, I sometimes have to have a belly, so it, it laps over a little bit. It's not cute, but it's what I have to do because otherwise I have to pull it tight and let it grip. Um, and the last thing I wanted to show you all was this. This is my life. This is a gallon of conditioner for the female divers out there. Conditioner, conditioner in your hair, conditioner on your suits, conditioner on your skin, conditioner. Get yourself some cheap conditioner. That is, that's, that's my motto. 
conditioning or conditioning no i i, I believe in that 100% so yeah. my hair, my hair is very kinky and coily uh-huh. conditioner and essential oils is the only thing that works because yeah. otherwise you're going to break your hair you're going to break your suit you're going to break everything yes so, yes listen i think uh what we can do is like this live has been so alive like everyone is saying yeah, so every asking questions so many questions so if you can save this igtv for us and then we can also post it on the other side but we need to make time to sit again yes. where i'm not up and down because i've got like a million questions for you we need mm. to talk conservation we need to talk how we get more women in we need to talk yes um you know tips and tricks because i'm also learning how to spear fish and i'm so encouraged by you it's so important and i mean like when i i'm coming to trinidad only just to see you so you can <laughs> how to how to get it right but this is so exciting and the whole idea is to get black and brown girls also seeing that we belong in the ocean we are spear fisher women and yes. what's phenomenal is, and i just yes. we need that we need yes. that um i i just wanted to shout out also ashley chapman um she's from evolve free diving she actually was one of my my great inspirations um for the free diving aspect because you know the guys spearfishing etc but uh she and her husband came to trinidad they come every year to do a free dive course and um she told me once that women tend to be better learners because we listen try to understand and then execute and that stuck with me to the end because it's something that i re- i've realized in my starter charter as well is that sometimes because guys are in it all the time because they're custom whatever is in their head is they're not hearing what you're saying they're just going ahead with that but with with bringing females into the sport if they're just passionate about it and they're now learning for the first time they are going to listen to exactly what you say if you say kick like this they're not going to care about how they were kicking when they came they're going to kick like how you said and i've seen it happen i've seen it happen we had a girl named akila she came she doesn't like spear fishing because she she doesn't like to kill animals i understand the sport there so she does the free diving part and she reached 42 feet in her second class free diving right and class is from 7 to 1 so it's not to say it's a it's some kind of like intense military camp it's a 5 hour class everybody gets a little turn so yeah i really want to get the girls involved i really want to get more females involved in the sport so thank you so much for making time let's talk thank you we should have a live just for the hair i love this because <laughs> everyone always says like how does your hair not break and all of that stuff so yeah no it took, it took yeah people the thing is people see the output 5 years later They don't see the input. They do not see the input. And that's a wrap. This conversation was so incredibly important because in the space of spearfishing, women make a very small percentage and black and brown women even less of. Witnessing how incredible a spearfisher woman Danielle is, we're all encouraged to become and try the things that we never could. Definitely let me know your thoughts and if you'd ever try spearfishing. And don't forget you can actually contact Danielle for lessons if you're keen. Thanks for listening. Cheers.